intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of The Master Plan. I am your host, Michael Falkowski, and today, as I'm sure you have already known, we are doing an episode on Vince Carter, and this is more of a thank you episode for him. Um, And luckily enough, today we have B-Team All-Star from 2018 and A-Team All-Star from 2019 from Camp Tackahoe. Austin Lemmer is joining us here today. Austin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And did you really have? Uh, you know, I, I figured I figured it'd be a good introduction for you. Um, okay. Provide a little context, and th- that, by the way, is for basketball. Um, okay, so let's talk about Vince Carter a little bit. Um, he is a forty-three-year-old man. He is no longer a boy, as. Most people, most players in the NBA are in their mid to late 20s um, and early 20s as well. Vince Carter is unlike that. He is pretty much 20 years older than a good portion of the NBA. And uh, he's been around for a very long time, I would say. Uh, He's played since 1998, where he was the fifth pick in the first round. And since that moment, he has been making memories for how many different franchises I think five different franchises, and he has been leading fans to absolute greatness or or mediocrity. I mean, that's, I guess, what we'll talk about today. Vince Carter, look, he's not the greatest player of all time by any by any stretch of the imagination. Um, he's Vince very good. Vince Carter's played for eight teams. Hmm? Vince Carter's played for eight teams. Oh, sorry, eight teams. My bad. Eight teams, eight, not five. Crazy. I'm crazy. sorry. But he's played for eight teams, which is, I think, I'm pretty sure it's more than anyone ever. I'm not sure, but don't fact check me. It's a lot of teams, though. For any for any person to move around that much, he's played in Toronto. He's played in New Jersey back when, the, back when they were the Nets. He's played in Dallas, Memphis, Atlanta, Orlando, Sacramento, and Phoenix, which is all over the country. So he really has gotten a good feel for the United States more than – most people, I think, could tell. Um, and he hasn't changed teams, uh, I would say, because of his play. His play's been uh, really good throughout his career. Again, nothing spectacular, nothing that's going to, you know, make you crazy. But he's, you, you can't know. Forget, you can't forget about his insane dunks in the dunk contest. That's true. So I was just about to get to that. So What year was that? That year was 2000. 2003? I think it was 2000. He's had he's been in quite a few dunk contests. So I think I know 2000 he had a crazy crazy dunk t- contest. I think 2003 he might have had a crazy dunk contest. But you know while Vince Carter on the court was very good. Again, not incredible. He's not LeBron James. He's not you know Steph Curry. Not Kevin Durant. He's had a very solid career. But his dunk contests have been some of the most enjoyable and most fun to watch in the and history of the NBA. And most memorable in the NBA. Um, the way, you know, I, I'm going to link it in the description, but his dunks um, are absolutely incredible. And 
are, are part of the reason why the dunk contest today is so popular and why so many people watch it. But his dunks back back in the day were absolutely incredible. Austin? Michael? Oh, no, I was just queuing you in if you wanted to say something. I mean, he has a great career. It is, it's horrible that it's been cut short due to this coronavirus and he can't get to finish it off and have, mm-hmm. have his final game. But I'll always be remembered, that's for sure. Yeah, I think, you know, Vince Carter obviously is the, you know, the only player ever in the NBA to play for 22 seasons and in four different decades. And I, and I do I do think that's that's something that um, probably no other player for at least a little while will achieve. Um, it's difficult to play for 22 seasons straight. Um, you know, as you've mentioned before, you know, it, it, it's a lot of work, you know, to stay to stay competitive at such a high level especially when your body's aging and basketball isn't the most forgiving sport um, on the body and especially the knees. So it's a difficult sport to play later and later in life. And that's kind of a testament to how hard Vince Carter has worked throughout his career, Um, especially now to stay in uh, a level of shape where he can still play at a high and competitive level. Um, Albeit for a team that's not that good, the Atlanta Hawks, but Regardless of that, he's still able to play at an extremely high level, and that's something to 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 I guess stand in awe at because it's not easy to play at 43 years old in the NBA. Um, frankly, in any sport, if you're playing a professional sport at age 33 or 43, you have to be doing something right. Um, so I don't think those I think those are two records that probably won't be broken for quite a while. Um, certainly not the four decades one. Um, not for not for a very long time, I believe. Um, you know, throughout his career, he's played f- f- uh, just over fifteen hundred games, which is extremely, you know, incredible. Fifteen hundred games is, you know, when a basketball season only has how many games? Like uh, about 80? eighty. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Usually. Eighty-two regular season games. Yeah, eighty-two regular season games, um, and obviously, you don't necessarily play all those games. Um, usually you do, but you know, with injuries and stuff like that, um, you don't necessarily play all 82 games. Um, so 1541 is a very high number and you know, it's up there. I I don't know if it's the, the record all time, but I know it's definitely getting close to that. So expect that to, well, if he had, if his career had continued, um, past this, which I don't think it will. Um, I think this coronavirus has kind of led to the end of his career. Um, but it's been it's been a very successful career to him, and this first part of the the podcast is just kind of a thank you um, to him um, for what he's done to you know eight different fan bases across across the league. Um, you know he didn't he never won a he never won a, a championship, but you know basketball is not it is about winning a championship, but it's about um, more about the game and more about the style of play and what you can bring to a team and. He definitely brought a lot of that. I mean, he shot 43.5% field goal percentage for his career, and he was uh, 37% from the three. From three, So, I mean, again, we're not talking about incredible numbers here, but the longevity and how long he's been able to do it is definitely something of a record. Austin, you got anything to say? Um, I don't know. I think you all said most of it, but – 
Hmm. Well, I do have a question for you. So, you know, in recent in recent times, you know, across across all leagues, actually, you know, obviously the Hall of Fame is a big consideration for for any retiring player, and for some for some people, it's going to be more obvious than others. Like we knew Derek Jeter was going to go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, we know we yeah. yeah that's a, I think that's a, a debate. Uh, Vince Carter. Right. What do you think about it? Do you think we're going to the Hall of Fame? So it's it's an interesting question because I do think Vince Carter has had a really, really solid career. Um, do I think it's Hall of Fame level, his career? I personally do not think it is. So I, I would agree with you. I don't think in his career he's done enough to, to uh, grant him a Hall of Fame position. However... With that being said, I do think that he probably will end up being in the Hall of Fame. And I wouldn't say it's for his his play. Or I wouldn't say it's because of how many championships he's won. But I will say, for how long he's been able to do it is the best in the league ever. Right? For how long he's been able to play at such a high level is probably the best in the league that we've ever seen. We haven't really seen a player play into his, you know mid-40s in the NBA. So how long he's been able to keep up a high level of play where he, you know, he's playing in games and not not garbage time minutes, not like two minutes at the end of the game, but he's playing in real minutes that count, um, definitely, definitely boosts his consideration for the Hall of Fame. So do I think, you know, he's had a, a season in his career that you could call a Hall of Fame season? Maybe one or two. But that doesn't build the Hall of Fame case for him. What builds the case for him is that he's been able to play at a very high level for a very long time. That's what I think makes him a Hall of Famer. Austin, you know, That's your a good take point. on it. That's a good point. But, like, do you think, out of all the people who have been inducted in the Hall of Fame, do you think they would put him in there just because of how long he's played? Well, I mean, look, I think in the NBA, and I think with all Hall of Fames, there are different levels of achievement. We're talking about the Hall of Fame. We're talking about the best to ever do it. And Vince Carter is the best to ever do it for 24 seasons or 22 seasons, right? I mean, he's the best to ever do it for this amount of time. And I, I mean, I guess, you know, you are throwing a stipulation in there. With LeBron James, it's more like, well, I mean, he's the best ever in the 2000s and 2010s. Like, there's no question. With Kobe Bryant, it's like, he was easily one or two in the in in the early two thousands, and he won like five championships or four championships. So with them, you don't have to throw in that stipulation. But you know, with Vince Carter, you do. And you know, it's not unheard of to throw players in there who haven't won a championship. Um, obviously, Tracy McGrady, but I do think Tracy McGrady was probably better than Vince Carter. But I do think Vince Carter, you know, whether or not he is ever inducted into the Hall of Fame. I think it should be up to a conversation, and I don't think that it should just automatically be a no. I do think there needs to be a debate about that, and whether that debate leads to a yes or a no, I think, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. I do think there needs to be a discussion about it, though, at least a conversation, because I do think there is an argument for him being in the Hall of Fame. I do. Okay. Um, I'm valid. is valid. Right. Um... You know, th again, I, I said this first part would be a thank you for Vince, a thank you to Vince Carter. Um, obviously, it sucks when your career. I mean, we all knew coming into the season 
that this would be his last season. Um, you know, even a basketball a person like me who is not a basketball fan, I know who Vince Carter is. Um, you know, I knew this was going to be his last season. And, you know, we didn't want it to end this way. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but we didn't want the season to end or at least pause in this sort of way um, for Vince Carter because we didn't want him to go out on, you know, in his final game um, because he has played in so many places. And, you know, we see from the fan reactions this season after he would play his final game in, you know, na a name a place. And he's played in tons of different places. Um, the fan reactions to him um, leaving that arena for the final time were extremely uh, positive. Um, he's gotten, you know, standing ovations at the end of games. So that does show you um, that a lot of a lot of people do really, really admire Vince Carter. Um, and that's why we wanted to do kind of a thank you episode for him because, you know, while he might not get his, uh, get his, you know, final game in an NBA, he might not, you know, get the rest of his games. I'd say this is a pretty close, a pretty good second. Um, I mean, that's a joke obviously, but uh, you know, we do want to do a thank you episode for him. With that being said, we're going to move on from Vince Carter. Um, and we're going to talk about the coronavirus and it really, really comparing, talking about the coronavirus and the NBA, um, we're not going to talk about it with any other sports because that's um, not kind of the focus of the episode. Um, so with the NBA, obviously there's been many discussions on whether to cancel the season um, or whether to postpone it to a later date. Um, this is We're really walking or we're really in uncharted territory right now. So we don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, Adam Silver, who is the commissioner of the NBA, I think he's done a super nice job. Um, I've always had a, a, good, a high opinion of Adam Silver. I always thought he was a, a good commissioner and did, a, did the right thing uh, most of the time. Um, obviously, very successful the, for the NBA organization. However, with that being said, you know, sports like these are all money games. Um, so if the NBA doesn't play out the rest of their season, they'll lose about a billion dollars in revenue, I saw. Um, so this is not only is it a, a, a health question, but it is also a numbers question. So, you know, especially with sports being the way that they are right now, and that means non-existent, uh, there are a lot of questions to be answered. So, Austin, I, I got to ask you, uh, do you think the NBA season will um, restart? And if it does, when? Um, I think it... I mean, nobody really knows what's going to happen with this coronavirus thing, so I don't exactly know. But if I had to take a guess, and from what Commissioner Adam Silver has been saying, I think it will come back maybe around June, mm -hmm. if it even does. Right. So my take on it is the NBA – you know, isn't going to jeopardize the health of their players. Obviously, we know that Rudy Gobert, the dumbest man in the United States, the dumbest man in the NBA, an absolute buffoon. In my opinion, he should be kicked out of the NBA for his his acts, and especially, you know, injuring the life of or harming the life of Donovan Mitchell, who is one of the greatest young point guards in this NBA. Um, Not just Donovan Mitchell, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I you know, I think Rudy Gobert, you know, yeah, you know, I don't even want to and talk KD, about it. KD. Uh, yes, a lot of players in the NBA have been have been inf inflicted by the coronavirus, infected by the coronavirus. Um, you know, and everyone has been certainly affected by it. Uh, so you know, there is that health 
health side to the NBA. Um, but on the other hand, again, as I said, you know, with no sports being aired right now, um, I certainly could imagine hypothetically if the NBA says in, in a month, we're going to air games um, from practice facilities with no fans. And, you know, on one hand, it's going to be super, super awkward. But at the same time, you have the entire population of the United States sitting at home, you know, not doing anything. Because I can t tell you right now, you know, I would kill for a game of basketball right now just to watch. I would I would watch a college game. I, you know, I would watch, you know, high school basketball games at this point even. Um, so <laughs> there really is um, a need for something to do. And if the NBA decides to restart their league, um, you know, with a televised, uh, I could certainly imagine that the ratings would be through the roof. Uh, just because so many people would tune in, especially to that first day when you see LeBron come back on the court. Um, and even with no fans, the ratings would be so ridiculously high that they would make more money than they probably would if the coronavirus hadn't happened. Um now, my plan, my opinion is that the NBA will restart, uh, restart a season, and they will probably, you know, finish out the remainder of their season. Um, I've said this before. I think the plan is probably going to be to cancel summer league because no one cares about summer league, and just play the rest of the NBA season during that period. Um, but if that doesn't happen, they're just going to uh, uh, cancel the rest of the NBA season. But I do, I do think based off of money. Um, they will probably try to restart it. Whether that's successful or not is, you know, to be determined. But in the next week or so, uh, this is being recorded on Wednesday, March 25th, by the way. So in the next week, so, you know, nearing uh, April 1st, I believe, March March 31st, April 1st, there's going to be a much, um, much clearer idea of the future of this coronavirus in the United States. So with that being said, um, I guess, you know, it's a waiting game for right now. So, Austin, would you like to say anything about what I just said? Mm, no. No? I hit no, the nail on the head, I guess. Austin's speechless. Um, so, you know, obviously right now, um, I'm going to turn this to kind of the health perspective now. Um, okay, Mike, I got to go to dinner. All right. Um, thank okay, you, Austin, bye, for joining everyone. us today. Uh, no and problem. Hopefully Thanks for we'll having me on. on soon. No problem. Okay. Um, so just finally, um, going to the health perspective, not even um, about the NBA, but I just wanted to kind of talk about health of, you know, the viewer to you guys. Um, you know, at this point in time, mental health and physical health, I believe, are very much intertwined. Uh, I was out on a run today just trying to exercise, and I felt so much better after I even, you know, just ran just a little bit. Um, because I do think at this point, physical health and mental health are very much intertwined. Um, if you're if you're doing something with your body, if you're being active, um, you will see you know yourself become happier. And it's not that you know per se I'm ha I'm unhappy, but the sense of boredom really is driving in right now. There you really do find yourself with not much to do. So I encourage you all um, to go out to be active. You know what you know I I'm not saying go out and be active with other people. But you do have to, you know, you ha you do have to find something you can do by yourself um, for the time being. Because at this point, 
you know, obviously we don't want to worsen the, the effects of this coronavirus. Um, we're, we're, I think we're over 50,000 cases in the United States and we don't want that to expand. Um, that will just extend the time period for this coronavirus. Um, but you do have to get outside and you do have to be active. Um, because, you know, for, for us in Massachusetts, um, and likely for most of the country, we do have weeks more, maybe months more of this. Um, and if you, you know, you, you can't, you can't, uh, succumb to the spiral. You need to be out. You need to be active. You need to find yourself with something to do. With that being said, I know a lot of you are at home right now. And those of you who are listening, if you want to come on and do a podcast, I'm going to open it up to, um, anything, even unrelated sports topics. Um, I will have on at this point. Um, so if you do want to come on, if you do, you know, I, I, I can record, um, probably up to three a day. Um, they take about half an hour to record. Um, they're not edited at all. Um, not much pre-work. So if you do want to come on, I will open it up to, I prefer it to be sports related, but, uh, if you don't have anything sports related, I would be more than happy to, to do a podcast on that. Um, you know, just, you know, everyone hope and pray that this coronavirus will end soon, that no more people will be afflicted, no more people will die, um, and no more people will be infected. It's, it's, it's crucial that, um, you know, you social distance yourself and, you know, make, make yourself aware of, of the, of the symptoms, um, and just try to stay healthy. With that being said, don't overreact. Um, if you stay inside, if you wash your hands, uh, if you do stuff like that, you know, you shouldn't worry um, too much at least. So try to stay calm. But again, exercise is really paramount at this point. Um, so, you know, if you if you have the opportunity to go for a run or walk your dogs or, you know, you name it, you know, find something to do outside. Even if it's just eating, eating lunch outside, the fresh air, everything will that like that will do you do you good. So I, I you know, this was intended to be a Vince Carter episode. Um, and you know, we did want to update on the coronavirus. Um, so keep informed. Um, and you know, we as a nation will really come through this. We will prevail. Um, you know, there, there is, there's going to be an end to this. So don't worry. Um, it, it will come and it's important that, uh, you know, that, and, you know, have faith. Um, it's important at this time. So, you know, Try to focus on other things. Um, I'm going to try to keep coming out with podcasts. Um, please do listen to them. Um, well, you guys are listening to them, but please listen to the ones in the future. Um, and I hope that these at least, you know, give you something to change up your day to kind of change the pace. Um, with that being said, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank Austin, who had to go to dinner, um, for coming on and joining us. Um, and I want to thank Vince Carter for his illustrious career in the NBA um, and for his, you know, obviously his illustrious dunk contests as well. Um, and, you know, obviously I'll try to, at the end of every episode, do a little update on coronavirus. Um, and yeah, so thank you all for listening and I'll see you again uh, in the next one.